college football spring practice live updates, spring game results, roster changes, and more news. 10 Thoughts on Penn State Spring, Elite Backfield Talent, Depth at Corner, Portal Needs Joan Sider knows Penn State's talented running back tandem of Nick Singleton and Catron Allen will garner plenty of attention this offseason. The sophomores took the Big Ten by storm last season and in the process ran off the rest of their scholarship position mates. The expectation for those two guys is to leave the room better than they found it, Sider said this week. Right now, they pretty much cleared the room out. Here are some other thoughts and observations on the Nittany Lions' progress this spring ahead of Saturday's blue-white game. Audrey Snyder Geo Further Penn State Football, 10 Thoughts on the Nittany Lions as Spring Practice Concludes April 13, 2023 at 6.29 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time Iowa Spring Updates, T.J. Hall, Jermari Harris Bouncing Back, Recruiting Trending Up in the lowest moment of his young collegiate career, all Iowa cornerback T.J. Hall had to do was look across the locker room and find solace in the moment and inspiration for the future. In Iowa's season finale against Nebraska, Hall replaced injured Cooper DeJean for his first real action as a true freshman and squared off against top Huskers receiving threat Trey Palmer. Palmer immediately beat Hall in single coverage for an 87-yard touchdown. In the next quarter, Palmer beat him again for an 18-yard score. Ultimately, defensive coordinator Phil Parker pulled Hall and the Hawkeyes lost 24-17. It cost Iowa a spot in the Big Ten championship game. What Hall faced was not unusual for many young players, including at Iowa. In 2018, Purdue scorched then-true freshman Riley Moss on touchdown strikes of 82 and 41 yards in a 38-36 Boilermakers victory. It destroyed Moss in that moment, but it led to him thriving as one of the nation's top defensive backs in 2021 and 2022. Scott Docterman Geo Further Iowa Football Takeaways How Hard Lessons Learned by Riley Moss Inspire T.J. Hall April 13, 2023 at 5.28 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time As Nebraska turns the page to a new era, Nuridin Wheatley is eager to be part of the story. Before taking questions at Memorial Stadium after the 11th practice of this first spring under new coach Matt Rule, offensive lineman Nerdin Wheelie shared his thoughts about coming back from a suspension for a failed drug test. He read from handwritten notes at an interview podium in front of reporters and assembled cameras. Now that I'm back, he said, I promise you and everyone out there that I would rather die on the field than have to watch another minute from the sideline. Mitch Sherman Geo further. As Nebraska football turns page, Nerd and Wheelie ready to do same after suspension. The statement made today by Nebraska offensive lineman Nerd and Wheelie. He was suspended last June for the 2022 season for his failure of a drug test. Nwili came to Nebraska from Germany as an exchange student in high school. He'll be a fifth-year junior this fall. PIC.twitter.com slash MGOLR8FXFB Mitch Sherman at Mitch Sherman, April 13, 2023 April 13, 2023 at 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time 21 Thoughts on USC's 21 Newcomers USC signed a more robust recruiting class in the 2023 cycle than it did in 2022 and has already added 10 transfers to the roster this offseason. 
so there are a lot of new faces at Trojans' practices these days. With USC in the final week of spring practice, here are some thoughts on the Trojans' 21 new players this spring and what we've learned about them so far. Kion Bars, DL, Arizona transfer Bars, a second-team All-Pac-12 performer in 2021, has received first-team reps during portions of practice open to the media. USC desperately needed someone with his size, 6 foot 2, 290 pounds, and athleticism on the interior of the defensive line. It's clear that D-line coach Sean Nua values not only Bars' athleticism and size, but also the experience he brings to the group. Read more here. Antonio Morales. Staff writer, USC. Geo Further. USC Football Spring Report, 21 Thoughts on the Trojans' 21 Newcomers. April 13, 2023 at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Projecting Cincinnati's depth chart, transfer portal needs ahead of spring game. The Bearcats' first spring session of both the Scott Satterfield and Big 12 eras is coming to a close, set to culminate in Saturday's 12 p.m. Eastern Time spring game at Nippert Stadium. From there, the off-season will continue in earnest with the spring transfer portal window opening on Saturday as well. Non-graduate seniors can enter the portal from April 15th to 30th, the last chance ahead of the 2023 season, and Cincinnati expects to be active with a handful of scholarship spots available and a number of lingering holes on the roster. Read more here. Justin Williams. Geo Further. Projecting Cincinnati's depth chart, transfer portal needs ahead of spring game. April 13, 2023 at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Ohio State Football Spring Game Preview The Ohio State Spring Football Game is Saturday at noon Eastern Time, and the game will follow an offense versus defense format that will see the first-team offense and defense and second-team offense and defense face each other. The early periods of the scrimmage will be thud, meaning there will be no tackling to the ground. The rest of the scrimmage will be live, though, with the exception of hitting the quarterback. Read more here. Cameron Teague Robinson. Geo Further. Ohio State Football Spring Game Preview, Positions, Players to Watch with Devin Brown Out. April 13, 2023 at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Why Tanner Mordecai fits the mold to lead Wisconsin into new era. Grover Bordelotti was dripping in sweat, physically exhausted, as he held a plank with his arms outstretched on the McLean center field during Wisconsin's off-season workouts. He and a teammate were responsible for staying upright for nearly three minutes so the rest of the offensive players could bear crawl down the field underneath them in a competition against the defense. Bordelotti, a walk-on running back, felt in need of moral support to successfully complete the task. He found it when he heard the quiet but intense words from that teammate holding the other plank next to him, quarterback Tanner Mordecai. Let's go. We've got this. A couple more. Let's finish. Read more here. Jesse Temple. Geo Further. Why Tanner Mordecai fits the mold to lead Wisconsin football into new era. April 13, 2023 at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Why Jim Harbaugh's Michigan is the most intriguing team this offseason. Spring football is always a good time to check in everywhere. 
There are interesting quarterback battles, many compelling ones are unfolding right now. There are new coaches trying to establish cultures at Nebraska and Wisconsin. There's Deion Sanders at Colorado. To me, though, the most intriguing program in the country right now is Michigan. The roller coaster ride of Jim Harbaugh is unlike anything else in the sport. The Wolverines have done a truly remarkable 180 in the past two years after coming off of a 2-4 season in 2020 to go 25-3 with back-to-back college football playoff appearances. That record includes a 19-1 record against Big Ten opponents and, most impressively, dominating arch-rival Ohio State, which was punctuated by a 45-23 romp in Columbus last November. And then Harbaugh flirted with the NFL, much like he had the previous year when he met with Minnesota Vikings brass on National Signing Day. There was also NCAA drama on top of it. But he is still in an arbor, and sources inside the program believe this upcoming team will be the most talented one he's had there. Read more here. Bruce Feldman. Senior writer, CFB. April 13, 2023, at 7 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. What I've learned about Miami in spring practice. The University of Miami wraps up its spring practice schedule Friday night with its annual intrasquad game at DRVPNK Stadium in Fort Lauderdale. Fans who make the trip to watch or tune in via the ACC network ought to heed this warning. Nothing you see Friday in the scrimmage will erase the memories of last year's 5-7 season or give you the impression Mario Cristobal's team is ready to take a huge leap in his second season. There are still plenty of holes on the roster, and Cristobal knows he needs to address them as soon as the next 15-day transfer portal window opens Saturday. You can expect departures from players buried on the depth chart and additions where Miami needs help the most, receiver, defensive tackle, cornerback and safety. I'd like to add pieces everywhere, Cristobal said after practice last Saturday. Read more here. Manny Navarro. Staff writer, Miami. Geo further. Miami football, what I've learned about the Hurricanes in spring practice. April 13, 2023 at 6.30 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Cliff Kingsbury and Lincoln Riley finally unite. Back when USC hired Cliff Kingsbury as its offensive coordinator in December 2018, the hire made a statement, the Trojans were desperate. That was widely viewed as a make-or-break move for Clay Helton, who needed someone to revive USC's offense after the program floundered through a 5-7 season and, subsequently, take him off the hot seat. Simply put, the Trojans needed Kingsbury a lot more than he needed them, as evidenced by the fact his stint lasted a little more than a month before the Arizona Cardinals shockingly hired him as their head coach. Well, Kingsbury is officially back at USC after the school announced him as a senior offensive analyst on Tuesday morning. Kingsbury's ties to Lincoln Riley are deep, the Texas Tech roots, the relationship with Mike Leach, coaching against each other in the Big 12, coaching Kyler Murray. Riley, however, was never sure the timing would work out where they'd coach together. Read more here. Antonio Morales Staff writer, USC. Geo further. Cliff Kingsbury and Lincoln Riley finally unite, great fit for both sides. April 13, 2023 at 6.25 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Notre Dame practice diary, 
How are Irish progressing? What does progress look like? On an unseasonably warm April morning around Notre Dame, it looks like an incumbent quarterback hitting his marks, a defensive line flashing new depth and a receiver room that might be finding itself. On Wednesday, Notre Dame made its ninth spring practice open to the media, giving a start-to-finish look at how Marcus Freeman's second roster is coming together through an off-season of turnover. While it's impossible to watch every player on every rep for two minutes, never mind two hours, the Athletic attempted to craft a running diary of Notre Dame's work, which might offer a few clues about where the season could go. Read more here. Pete Sampson Staff writer, Notre Dame. Geo further. Notre Dame football practice diary, Bookner versus Hartman? How are Irish progressing? April 13, 2023, at 6.20 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Sherman, don't underestimate Nebraska's Garrett McGuire and his hot fries. Garrett McGuire has heard about the reaction from folks in the football world to talk that he has been luring players to his office with the promise of honey buns and Pop-Tarts. A lot of people laugh about the snacks, the first-year Nebraska wide receivers coach said Tuesday. He's not backing off. McGuire, in fact, is doubling down. Confused? Choose not to see him two-dimensionally. Because if you only look at the snacks, you miss what McGuire is doing. You miss what the food represents. You miss the important moments in his office, then later on the practice field and presumably next fall in competition. Read more here. Photo, Mitch Sherman slash The Athletic. Mitch Sherman. Staff writer, Nebraska. Geo further. Sherman, don't underestimate Nebraska football's Garrett McGuire and his hot fries. April 13, 2023, at 6.15 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Where Cincinnati's QB battle stands. Another offseason, another Cincinnati quarterback battle involving Ben Bryant. It's become a running, yet unexpected, tradition of sorts for Bearcats football, which is entering the final stretch of the first spring session under new head coach Scott Satterfield. This is the third iteration of a Bearcats quarterback battle involving Bryant, and perhaps the most surprising. Ahead of the 2020 season, Bryant vied with Desmond Ritter, who was coming off SOSO's sophomore campaign. Ritter won the job and led Cincinnati to the Peach Bowl while being named AAC Offensive Player of the Year, Bryant transferred to Eastern Michigan. Then last offseason, Bryant transferred back to Cincinnati and beat out Evan Prater for the starting job in 2022. This time? Bryant is back for an unanticipated sixth season of college ball under a new coaching staff and battling it out with former Arizona State and Florida transfer Emory Jones. Both of them are our most experienced players at that position, and that kind of shows, Satterfield said after a spring workout last week. You have the poise there, the experience that comes with playing, and those guys have played a lot of ball. They've been great competition. Read more here. Justin Williams. Staff writer, Cincinnati. Geo further. Where Cincinnati's QB battle between Emory Jones, Ben Bryant stands. April 13, 2023 at 6.10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time.
what we've learned about Nebraska, the emergence of Thomas Fidon this spring. Matt Rule is looking for leaders. And during the first 100 days of this year, he found one in Thomas Fidon too. Rule, in his 10 seasons as a head coach, typically has identified a small group of players with whom he works closely. They are his guys, Rule said last week as spring practice at Nebraska crossed the midway point. Early in the winter, Fidon fit that bill. Man, I really like the guy, Rule said. He's so competitive. He's so driven. Rule sees some of himself, he said, in how Fidon is wired. When Rule moved to limit the practice load of the third-year tight end out of Council Bluffs, Iowa, Fidon pushed back. The number two prospect nationally at his position in 2021, Fidon could have pouted this year about the departure of Sean Becton, a respected assistant coach and Fidon's primary mentor in two seasons with the Huskers. Read more here. Photo, USA Today. Mitch Sherman. Staff writer, Nebraska. Geo further. What we've learned about Nebraska football and the emergence of Thomas Fidon this spring. April 13, 2023, at 6.06 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. An update on the Georgia defense's havoc rate. The very name sounds exciting. Havoc rate. Exciting and also perfect. A defense is supposed to wreak havoc, so why not catalog the rate at which a defense does just that? Bill Connolly is credited with inventing the term, and four years ago the analytic savvy Kirby Smart told the world it would be the emphasis for his Georgia defense. For very good years of defense ensued, including one that was generationally great, and two national championships. All due to, well, not havoc rate. First, the explainer, havoc rate is usually defined as the percentage of defensive snaps resulting in a sack, tackle for loss, interception, batted ball or other pass breakups. Some would throw in pass pressures or forced fumbles the defense doesn't recover. But either way, Georgia's havoc rate, while not poor, has been lower than one might expect given how good the defense has been. Read more here. Photo, Getty Images. Thank <laughs> you.